What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Thursday, everybody. Practice Friday, pre-Friday, Friday Eve. The unofficial Kickstarter to the weekend. And welcome to episode number 251 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to the study session, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a reader, listener, supporter. It truly does mean the world to me. Thank you for that. Over the next couple of weeks leading up to the draft, not only am I doing my own mock drafts, but I'm also taking a look at some of the mock drafts that have been put out there by Steelers writers that I have respect for. And today we're going to look at Ray Fittipaldo's mock draft 2.0 from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Going to talk through that, do a little analysis. So that's what is in store for today. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You could drop me a line directly on the articles via comment. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the the bag, the Steelers Saturday mailbag, in which your question, comment, feedback drives the show. You create the content. Would love for you to be a part of that. Hit me up. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Steel City Insider. Our podcast is called The Steel City Insider Podcast. We are going to be recording later this week. Very special guest. And I hope that you check it out. All right. So, Ray Fittipaldo, writer for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Again, when I first started the Steel Study, I acknowledged those Steelers writers that I have a lot of respect for. Ed Bouchette, Jim, obviously, Fittipaldo, Jerry Dulac, Mike Prezuta, Bob Labriola. There's so many of them. The guys at the depot. And as part of getting familiar with the prospects and whom possibly the Steelers could select, I thought it'd be a helpful exercise to go through some of these writers' mock drafts. And that's what we're initiating here today with Ray Fittipaldo's mock draft. And this is from March 7th. So let's run through here. Different perspective here from Ray. Round one at pick number 20, he's got offensive lineman Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M, slated to be a guard, 6'4", 325 pounds. That pick definitely makes sense. We know that the team has to strengthen the offensive line, really all parts of it, but most importantly, that interior. The last time they drafted an interior offensive lineman, a guard that early was David DeCastro. You've heard my thoughts about an O-lineman at 20. If you believe that that player can be a pro pro bowl, all-pro type player, get him. But my leaning is more towards a skill player 
like a receiver, an explosive receiver, or a defensive player who has some explosiveness, or a quarterback. So that's Fittipaldo's selection at pick 20. Round two, pick 52. Fittipaldo sticks with the trenches and selects defensive lineman Travis Jones out of Connecticut. 6'4", 326 pounds. Ray writes that Jones is projected to be a nose tackle. The Steelers don't really have that massive frame in the middle of the defense to eat up blockers to allow those middle linebackers to make plays. And that's where he sees Jones entering the picture and being able to contribute as a rookie in that type of a role. So we got O-line, we got D-line with the first two picks. Round number three, Fittipaldo goes with Sky Moore, the Pittsburgh product. Pittsburgh native out of Western Michigan, 5'10", 195 pounds. There is a definite need at the wide receiver position for the Steelers. There are some connections with Sky Moore and the Steelers. He played at Shadyside Academy in Pittsburgh, so he's a Pittsburgh kid. Tomlin's son, Dino Tomlin played with Moore. He's a fast guy. He's not a super burner, but he runs a 4-4-1. more of a slot receiver. And he definitely could be called at pick number three. But that's who Ray has with their third selection. Round four, it's back to the O-line again. Offensive lineman Luke Goodkey out of Central Michigan. Got some Mac players going on here. 6'4", 318. Goodkey is a former tight end. He's projected at tackle. This guy's a good run blocker. Drafting in the fourth round, obviously going to need some time for development. But... The need is there to replenish the offensive line, so that pick makes sense. Remember, no fifth-round pick. Round six, Fittipato goes to safety. Surprising. Yusuf Corker out of Kentucky, 5'11", 204 pounds. Fittipato believes that the Steelers have to add to the safety room, even if Edmonds is resigned. Corker... Ray reports is a thumper. He can lay the wood. But again, you're talking round six. So anytime you get into these later rounds, these are guys with certain traits, but they're not fully developed. And you're really taking a flyer on them to see if they can grow into a contributor. Round seven, sticking with the secondary cornerback, Damari Mathis, cornerback out of Pitt, 5'11". 200. Fittipato labels him another physical player in the secondary, competing for 
a roster spot. Again, no delusions of this guy coming in and starting, but they do need to build some depth at the cornerback position. Fittipaldo says that this kid is aggressive. And then their final seventh-round pick, the final selection in the draft, linebacker Nate Landman out of Colorado. 6'2", 235 pounds. Ray's waiting all the way until the seventh round to address the inside backer position. Acknowledges that this position could be selected earlier. He's not an athletic middle backer. But that's not what they need right now. And more than likely, this would be a guy who would be a special teamer. And if anything, would provide depth behind your starting Buck and Mac. This guy would not be a projected starter. So there you go. Fittipaldo's mock draft. Big focus on the offensive line with a guard and a tackle addressing the defensive line, that nose position, and then getting after the defensive secondary, building some depth there. Safety, corner, wrapping it up with that inside backer pick, Nate Landman, and then third round, Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. Just some thoughts on Fittipaldo's draft. I like it. Again, I don't know if I'm sold on an offensive lineman in the first round. I think there's going to be some quality players available at number 20. Not to say that any of those guards are not worth it. But I think there's going to be better value to be had. And quite possibly Johnson or Green fall to the second round. I think you have to be looking for your quarterback there. If Pickett or Willis... Or maybe even Howell or Ritter are on the board there at 20. <clears throat> I think there's going to be some passionate conversations. The nose tackle pick at second round, I feel like that's a bit early for a player who's not going to be on the field that much. Granted, they need a big body in the center of that defense for their base packages. But a guy like Neil Farrell, for me, out of LSU later in the draft, would make more sense. And while I like Sky more, I feel like he's more Deontay Johnson than he would be a Mike Wallace, which they need a player in the profile of Wallace more so than another Johnson. They need that deep speed element. And I'm not saying a 4-4-1 isn't fast. But the profile of the wide receiver that they need is somebody who could take the top off the defense. The later picks there, the cornerback, the safety, the inside backer. I mean, they all make sense. Really, when you get into those later rounds, you're looking for value. You're looking for traits that really stand out that potentially can be developed to grow a player. You're not looking at those guys that come in and start. Rarely do they. 
So that's a really a crapshoot. The whole draft is a crapshoot, but that is Fittipaldo's mock draft 2.0. On Friday, I'm going to take a look at Alex Cazora's first mock draft. He did it back in February. I'm sure he's got an update that will be coming out soon. But again, want to try to feature the mock drafts of Steelers writers. Again, helps us get familiar with the prospects. So that will be coming up on Friday. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 251 of the study session. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun for me to put these sessions together for all of you, the podcast. Drop me a line. I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up one of three ways. You know how to do it. Comment, email, tweet. Check out the cast that I do with Wex over on his site. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great Thursday. Love you guys.